At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome into the program. It is Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard, your host live out here in Las Vegas. Your other host live on the East Coast, Josh Applebaum. Josh, how you doing today? Pritch, I'm doing great, and I just got to warn you today, my man. Today's my getaway day, so we got a big show today. We got a lot of great guests. I got more props tonight for uh, NBA play, NBA Finals Game 4. Uh, interesting line move with the spread as well as the total. So we got a lot to get to, but I just tell you right now, it's getaway day. I'm getting my flight from Boston to Vegas uh, tonight around 8 o'clock, so just get ready, Pritch. I'll be seeing you in the flesh soon. Excited to sweat some games and be in studio and hang out with the VEASAN crew. There you go. Can't wait. Was that Bart Scott that did that? Yeah, can't stop a nosebleed, the Patriots defense. Yeah, exactly. Well, how about that uh, all-star game? Um, I, You know what? It was interesting, Josh, is we had some – it's monsoon seasons out here in Vegas, right? Whatever, take it for granted, take it for my word. It's monsoons going on right now. Uh, but they're at night, uh, and so there's more humidity. And that humidity has moved out to the Rocky Mountain region, Josh. So right after the start of the all-star game, I got some intel uh, that some people were on the under of the All-Star game because the great pitching and the heavier air out there. It's like the humidor showed up uh, for the All-Star game. So we saw that game uh, cash to the under 5-2. The American League prevails once again. 
You're totally right, Pritch. And what's what's ironic or funny, depending on which side you're on, is you know we went into this yesterday talking about the breakdown and talking about death taxes and American League in the All-Star game and unders in the All-Star game. So the American League has now won eight straight. The under is now 13 and three the last 16 years. But the irony here is that you know we talked on the show yesterday, Pritch. This line was actually going to the National League after we did the show. It leaned even further to the National League. I think it was around minus 110. Some books got up to around minus 115, even minus 120. Uh, then the total you know I, I got lucky there because i did like the over with mm -hmm. that uh that line rising but i couldn't get the 10 and a half so i kind of saved myself there by uh saying hey you know i couldn't get the the sharp number at the 10 and a half uh everyone especially our producer steph who bought low and took that under 11 i think later in the day that became kind of a sharper play and i just want to thank you guys you know hey you did send me some intel about the humidor after our show i got a, a few <laughs> tweets saying hey they are going to use the humidor yeah. uh, but i would just say pritch one thing in terms of the national league and the total i think if you one with the American League or you won with the under, you should buy Jared Walsh a beer today because you remember, Pritch, uh, Chris oh, yeah. Bryant, bases loaded, yep. you know, smokes one to left. Jared Walsh, who, by the way, has never played left field, but he's a young, uh, you know, good power hitter, first baseman right. for the Angels. He slides in, dives, and saves maybe a three run, uh, three run double there. Mm -hmm. uh, on the flip side, you know, uh, that saved your under as well. Chris Bryant, though, if you're like me and you're on the National League, he had bases loaded two different opportunities and left left uh, six men on base. So uh, just a rough one there. But overall, Pritch, I thought it was a, a fun all-star game. And then, hey, next year, uh, maybe I'm not even going to look at the market or the line movement. I'll just say AL and under until further notice. AL all the way. I've held Chris Bryant 3-0 green light, too, and then uh, flied out to left field. Uh, you got exactly. to count. You know he's going to groove you a fastball, but yet you couldn't do anything with it. You're totally right, Pritch. So part of me is like, hey, you know, take a walk you know, force in a run, just keep the train moving there. And then part of me is like, Hey, swing away, maybe hit a grand slam. So uh, I think the the thing there, the exhibition, the fact that no longer the winner of that game gets home field advantage in the world series, that takes a little bit of flair out of it. So uh, again, if you had the American league, if you had the under uh, congrats today, because you hit both of them. Yeah. I mean, that was a good uh, move right there. I think a lot of people were excited about the all-star game out there in Denver. Talked to a number of people, obviously, because I lived out there and um, uh, that's my second home, really. So uh, the excitement, I, I think it lived up to the billing. Uh, the home run derby, um, Otani doing what he was doing in terms of pitching and hitting an all-star game. Uh, the fans, uh, uh, respective and, and certainly uh, aware of what they're witnessing as well. And then we had stellar play. Stellar pitching uh, and timely hitting. Uh, Guerrero Vlad had a home run as well. So, I mean, everything, I, I thought it lived up to expectations. I'm right there with you, Pritch. And I think one of the coolest things was obviously Vladimir Guerrero Jr. I absolutely crushed uh, that home run there to left field. Then you start to see uh, when I was younger, I'm going to date myself, Pritch, but Vlad Guerrero Sr., one of the mm -hmm. best hitters you'll ever see. I remember him with the Expos. Uh, he had that big money deal late in his career with the Angels. But seeing that father-son duo, I think the third now overall uh, with the Griffies, and there was one more, but um, it was just great to see. And I think baseball's in a good spot right now, you know, with all these young players, the Tatises, the right. Guerreros, the Otani's. Um, I think we were kind of waiting for the next group of stars to take over mm -hmm. in baseball. A lot of these guys, you know, 24, 23, 22 right. years old. The, the future is bright here in the MLB. They need to make it grow. It's betting across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchett, your host live from Las Vegas. Your other host on East Coast live out there in Boston is Josh Applebaum. So, Josh, we got game four, uh, the Phoenix Suns at Milwaukee Bucks. They've been sitting on this for a while. Uh, finally has arrived July 14th on a Wednesday. Uh, looking forward to it, uh, Josh. Milwaukee laying four and a half now at home 
221 and a half uh, is the total. I mean, before when we talked about this game, uh, I think it was sitting at 220 and a half, depending on where you shopped and it has moved now uh, as uh, more people looking uh, for that over situation in this matchup. You're totally right, Pritch. So, you know, if you had watched the show the last couple of days, we were talking about how early on uh, the Bucks were taking in some action. They opened minus three and a half. They immediately got up to four. And then during yesterday's show, it was at four, leaning to four and a half. We've see- now seen that continued movement toward the Bucks up to four and a half. And Pritch, I'm actually seeing some books that are juicing up the minus four and a half Bucks where it may go to five at this point. So I think the best number, and tip your cap to Will Hill, I think he jumped on the minus three and a half right when it opened. Right. But now four and a half, does it get to five? I like seeing this movement toward the Bucks. To me, the Bucks are the sharp play tonight because you're you're really not seeing any buyback in terms of the Suns and a couple of things in terms of system matches. Uh, number one, this you know just overall, we've seen home favorites three and zero ATS so far in this series. It's been you know hey you know wake me up when uh, when a road team wins one of these games, Bridge. Maybe it won't happen. Maybe the Suns game seven uh, at home is gonna you know uh, decide the series. But a couple things. Number one, Milwaukee Bucks line movement. So if you look at uh, a couple system matches with Milwaukee tonight that I like, if you'll get favorites with a line move in their favor at least a half point. So this would be Bucks minus three and a half to four, now to four and a half. Maybe it gets to five. If you look at those favorites, half point a line move in their favor or more, they're 29 and 23 ATS this playoffs, 56%. That would match with the Bucks tonight. The other one that I love is the grinder system of short favorites in the playoffs. If you're a short favorite of minus five or less, these teams have gone 35 and 20 ATS, 64% uh, so far in this playoff. So I think to me, it's a spot where you would have loved the three and a half. You would have loved the four. I think even four and a half, if you like the bucks, you're late to the party, but it may go to five. That four and a half could be critical. And we are seeing after it kind of stayed 220 and a half, it's rising right now, Pritch. It's up to 221 and a half. Looks like some over money and continued bucks money tonight. Yeah, 221 and a half out here in Vegas too. The over minus 110, the under still at minus 110. Let's get an expert opinion here on a breakdown. Uh, of this NBA Finals matchup. We got Tracy Murray, uh, NBA champion, also covers uh, UCLA basketball for the UCLA Sports uh, Network. Tracy, how are you? Good, and you? Doing well, doing well. Thanks for your time today. Um, I want to start out with Giannis Antetokounmpo because uh, here's a guy that's played on back-to-back uh, games in which he scored 40 points, and, and he's got that hyper-extended knee, but yet uh, I, I don't know if that's affecting him. Obviously, it's not. Uh, he's getting better or is certainly getting healthier. Uh, what, what does that present for the Suns in terms of what they have to prepare for? Well, I mean, what Milwaukee and Giannis are doing are doing what they're supposed to do, which is win the home games. And, and, and they're doing that. And where, the, where the test is going to come, they have to win one on the road. Phoenix has the home court advantage. So the, the, the series don't get going, and it really doesn't start until somebody wins on the road. Tracy, this is Josh Applebaum. It's great to meet you for the first time. Thanks for joining our show. Uh, I'm not sure if you heard Pritch and I at the outset here, but the line is moving to the Milwaukee Bucks tonight. They open minus three and a half, up to four, now four and a half. Do you agree with that line move? Do you think tonight is a spot where uh, maybe similar to the last game we saw, the first game in Milwaukee where they win by 20? Do you agree with that move? Do you expect the Bucks uh, to cover that number and win this game and tie up this series two to two? I'm expecting a little bit more fight out of Phoenix. Um, you know, it was their first finals game on the road. Uh, they're a pretty young team, minus Chris Paul. So, you know, a, a blowout is, you know, expected to happen somewhere in there, and it happened to them in, it happened to them in game three, which is their first road game with a hostile crowd in the finals. Okay, now they know what it is. 
So I expect a little bit more fight out of Phoenix. I don't expect a blowout. I expect them to fight a little bit because at the end of the day, they're trying to go back to Phoenix 3-1. You know, Tracy, I was trying to um, envision uh, what the Suns will be going through in terms of sitting uh, in Milwaukee on that loss and then certainly knowing what they have to do. Obviously, as a visitor, uh, you're going to have to match the energy of the home team with that crowd, like you just mentioned. Uh, so explain that to us. As an NBA champion, what's that like with that layoff? Uh, you're sitting in the hotel. You're sitting on that loss. You know what you got to do uh, to kind of take advantage of the series again. Uh, from both perspectives, though, Milwaukee and Phoenix, what that's like to sit on uh, a few days before you play that next game? Well, both teams are both uh, anxious to get back going again. You know, the, the day in between doing media and walk-through practices and stuff like that. And, you know, that it's more you're just trying to get to the next game. You know, all of that stuff is fine and dandy for the hype and everything. But, you know, everybody's chomping at the bit to get to the next game. If you're Phoenix, you look at that last loss. You don't look at it as a blowout loss. You look at it as, oh, we just lost the game. And then you get back to it. Because if you look at how you lost and how much you lost by it, it can mess with your psyche a little bit. So just look at it as just a loss. And, you know, it's not the first time they've been blowing out all year. You know, so look at it as a loss. Come back ready to go to the next game. If you're Milwaukee, you're looking to build on that. You're looking at, you know, of course it gave them a tremendous amount of confidence, number one, to be playing at home in front of the home crowd, and number two, to blow, blow out the Suns in the fashion that they did. It gave, it gave people who were struggling a little bit more confidence. So now, you know, they're chomping at the bit to get to game four because of that, that performance in game three. Tracy, one X factor that I think a lot of betters are looking at in terms of the total tonight, the over-under, you know, we have seen it rise a little bit. It was 220 and a half. It's up to 221 and a half. In your experience as an NBA player and NBA champion, when you see these layoffs of three days, you know, as betters, we're like, you know, this is way too long. We want games every other night. But do you think with this layoff, this extra rest, extra time to prepare, does that benefit the offense? Do you feel like as an NBA player, if you get a couple extra days, you're ready to go and run up and down the court? Do you think that correlates with extra rest with maybe a higher scoring game? Uh, I, I think it does help the offense because you're able to gather your, your legs and, and, and to get some rest and to do whatever treatments you need to do to, to liven up your legs and get it ready for the next game. So, yes, it benefits the offense. We're speaking with uh, Tracy Murphy, NBA champion, also UCLA Sports Network analyst for the UCLA Bruins. Kind enough to join us on the program today to break down NBA Finals, uh, Game 4, Suns, uh, in Milwaukee. Uh, okay, let's get to some X's and O's. Uh, uh, when Aiton got into foul trouble, uh, he left the floor. Uh, really, uh, I, I thought I saw a Suns team kind of deflate right there. Uh, they don't have a backup center for Aiton. What can they do to protect him, uh, Tracy, to help him stay out there for more minutes? Well, I mean, if Aiden is guarding Giannis, that's a mismatch and he's going to get into foul trouble. You have to have Aiden in a um, protective, a rim protective form. And, and he has to do his pre-rotation early. He might have to take some charges instead of trying to block shots because Giannis is extremely aggressive and he's getting downhill into the paint trying to draw contact. So um, if he's going to be the help guy, he's got to come across and take some charges. Um, shots that he can block, go after him as much as he can without the body contact. And whoever's guarding Giannis got to slow him down. They can't let him get ahead of steam put his head down. Maybe they need to take some charges. You know, I, I think that's the key to guarding Giannis 
because he doesn't have a great jump shot. So so if you give him the jump shot, he's not going to take the jump shot. He's going to get downhill more into the paint and try to finish. So you almost have to play him like a shooter, get up in him, and then slow him down going to the rim. And whoever the help guy is is going to have to be ready to take charges. Tracy, another thing betters are looking at is how long this series will go. That's another thing that we can get down on. And right now, the favorite in terms of will the series go five games, six games, seven games, the favorite is going seven games. It's plus 125. It's the smallest payout uh, for this exact series outcome. So do you agree with this? Do you think that we're in for a seven-game series? Do you think this is just going to be decided? You know, we can fast forward and say, hey, game seven, Suns at home. Is that how far this series is going to go? Do you agree with that? It might be because maybe – no one is mentally tough enough to win a road game. I, I, I don't know. It depends on this is a crucial game. This will, distinct, this will distinguish the outcome of how many games are going to go. If the Suns win this game, I think it's over in five. If, if, if you know, Milwaukee wins, it could possibly go seven. Tracy, uh, Drew Holiday, too, uh, he's been fantastic, whatever his role is. Uh, have you figured that out? Because uh, we have prop bets that we can get down on with, with uh, certain players. Uh, and, and, you know, we catch the under on points for Holiday, but yet uh, his defensive prowess is, is also felt on the floor, too. So uh, help us out with his role right now with the Milwaukee Bucks. Drew Holiday is, is, is definitely a major key. Because he, you know, he's one of the tough guys on the team. He has a lot of heart defensively. He's an all-defensive team. Uh, he guards the toughest guy. But then you're expecting him to go get 19, 20 a game as well. So he's one of those two-way guys that, that's, that's reliable. And, you know, he's, he's, he's in uncharted territory. This is the first time he's been to the finals. So it's a different type of pressure. He can pretty much smell possibly being a champion and you know sometimes you tend to put a little pressure on yourself but what drew has to do is just relax he knows how to play this game he's been playing for a long time uh he knows what he brings to the table and and i I think him and milwaukee with their size and length and athleticism they need to hang their hat on their defensive side and then the basketball the offensive side will end up coming to where it's supposed to happen you know but if you try to force the offense uh, then it's not going to work for you. So hang your hat defensively, get some easy buckets at the beginning of the game. Now he has the confidence to knock down his shot. Tracy, in terms of the NBA Finals MVP, this is another bet that's taking in a ton of action right now. And I think really the sentimental choice and the odds-on favorite is Chris Paul. You know, we're waiting for him to win the first, uh, you know, title of his career. It's kind of the choice that I think a lot of the writers are going to get behind. And he right now he is the favorite, minus 165. But my question is Giannis. Giannis is really rising up the charts. He was plus 500 going into last game. Now he's down to plus 240. He's closing in on Chris Paul. Do you see a situation where um, Giannis's numbers will be so good at the end of the finals that even if they lose, even if the Suns win the title, is there a chance that Giannis wins the MVP if his numbers are just so ridiculous? Or do you say, hey, you know, MVP just will not go to the losing team? No, that's not supposed to happen. I mean, it's, the MVP should go to the winning team. Uh, you know, I mean, if, if that happens, you know, you never know with the NBA and, and, and politics and everything that goes along with it, but it's never supposed to go to the losing player, ever. We're speaking with Tracy Murray, 
uh, former NBA player, actually NBA champion 1995 with the Rockets, uh, UCLA sports analyst uh, with their sports network, too, covering the Bruins basketball. Well, I got to get there. I mean, Cinderella was incredible, uh, Tracy. Uh, Mick Cronin was on the network uh, recently as well. I mean, uh, what was that ride like uh, as you guys are watching the Bruins uh, be Cinderella this year in the tournament? Unexpected. That, that, that's the word, unexpected. When you get an unexpected, great surprise like what, what UCLA did and what Coach Cronin did with that team, especially after the first half of the season when we're like, okay, this team ended well and now it's not starting well, you were wondering if they were, if they were going to get back to that form. Yeah. And, and they ended up getting back to that form in the Pac-12 tournament and, and riding a heck of a momentum uh, to the Final Four. So it was very unexpected. Now the key is what are you going to do when you're expected to do it? And, and, and that's usually the expectation every year at UCLA. But for some reason last year that wasn't the expectation. So now the bullseye is on their chest and the expectation is high. How are they going to deal with that type of pressure and perform every night and win when you when you got that bright bullseye in your chest? So that that's the key with him. Tracy, in terms of the NBA draft, uh, you know, once the NBA Finals end, that's the next big betting event overall. So, uh, you know, your former team, Houston, they're picking second overall. Cade Cunningham is a massive minus 5,000 favorite to go one to Detroit. Are you hearing anything about Houston? You know, I'm seeing that Jalen Green, the, the kid who went from high school to the G League, right now he's the favorite, minus 150 to go second overall. Just your take on the draft overall on Cunningham and what do you think Houston will do? Do you think Green might be the play for Houston at number two? I have no idea what's happening with the draft. Um, I've been coaching AAU, and um, so I haven't really been focused on the draft. The only person I've really been focused on in the draft and I've had constant communication with is, is uh, Kessler Edwards because he's one of our kids from our AAU program. So I've just been checking on him from time to time to see how he's doing in his workouts. But other than that, I haven't really been paying attention. and I'm not going to really pay attention until draft day. Well, you know you're paying attention to Juzang coming back to UCLA. That's, that's a good get for you guys. Uh, continued good luck with the program. Tracy, it was awesome to have you on the program today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Tracy, Take care. Yeah, you too. Do the same. Uh, Tracy Murray, UCLA uh, analyst for UCLA Bruins, won a championship with the Rockets back in 1995, helping us out with the NBA Finals. Uh, anything revealing right there from a player's perspective, uh, Josh, in terms of looking forward to this game four? Yeah, one thing was revealing to me, and, and Pritch, I don't know if you noticed this. Sometimes I ask questions because I have a question I want answered personally uh, that may affect my bet tonight. Sure. And I found kind of, I found what I'm, what I was looking for, Pritch, in terms of the rest and the layoff and how that could affect the over. Because we just heard Tracy say, former NBA player, when you get extra rest, that benefits the offense. Your legs are back. You can t get treatment for any nagging injuries or anything. Uh, you know, there's a system, bunch of systems I love where, um, you know, in the NCAA tournament, back to back, or uh, you look in the NBA Finals game six game seven unders tired legs go under if you flip it fresh legs mm -hmm. tend to go over so we're seeing today this jump here to the over pritch it was 220 and a half pretty much didn't move at all 221 now 221 and a half the over is getting hit and i think the play there the angle might be this three-day rest extra time to rehab fresher legs 
I got what I'm looking for from Tracy there, and I'm actually leaning more to the over. Uh, you're not getting the greatest number now. I think you you really wanted over 220 and a half, right. but still, that's a nugget there. Fresh legs could benefit the over tonight. All right, we'll look for that for sure. I'm undecided still on that total right now, uh, Josh, to be honest with you, but I agree with you with what Tracy had to say. I, I played the only sport in which you played one side of the ball, uh, which was offense. You don't play both sides. I mean, a couple guys did, right? Um, but in basketball, hockey, you know, all these other sports, baseball, you have to be offensive and defensive minded. So uh, I think for NBA players, certainly with the rest, will help out their offense. It's school time. School is in session. Josh Applebaum will help us down with the betting school. That's coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Football season is right around the corner, so it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the app, stop by any MGM casino on the strip, have your state-issued ID, open an account, start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love the technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21. Physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem, 1-800-522-4700.
Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you today. Uh, so, Josh, uh, I might have got carried away with hockey season and parlays. I actually did a parlay in hockey. I hit it. I cashed it. But I remember you uh, slapping me on the hand with that ruler. Uh, so let's go to school. Josh's betting school here when it comes to parlays, when to play them, when not to play uh, parlays. Yeah, so class is back in session here today, Pritch. And yesterday, and my whole point here with this betting education stuff is, number one, sports betting legalization is spreading. Every single day it feels like there's a new state, which is great to see our industry really thriving and exploding. Uh, but there are new betters. And I think my whole point uh, with this whole school you know, joke that we have here is that uh, it's really these common mistakes that you should try to avoid early on that can really save you uh, from a lot of losses. So yesterday we talked about you know bankroll management. Today, part another, you know, continuing that conversation is what I would call avoiding parlays. So parlays, we all know, you know, they're very, very popular. They're very appealing. Uh, you tie multiple bets into the same bet. And if they all hit, you get a much bigger payout. So really the, the recreational better, the betting public, they love parlays because they're a psychological bias toward, hey, I can bet down a little bit and get rich quick. Mm -hmm. um, and you kind of fall into that trap sometimes. And, and my whole point with the parlay is just be careful. You know, if you want to bet one here and there and you feel like you have a good good edge, all the power to you. But I would, you know, sincerely suggest avoiding parlays and flat betting instead. And there's really a lot of data behind it. So in my book, The Everything Guide to Sports Betting, I go deep into why uh, you should avoid parlays most of the times. And the whole point here is the hold percentage. Pritch. The whole percentage is the amount of money that the house holds onto after all bets have been settled and paid out. And if you look at the hold percentage, and all these numbers are reported now, uh, according to the Nevada Gaming uh, Commission and Control, each month they report it. So um, for my book, when I was researching it, what I found is that for the last about 20 years or so, the hold percentage in Nevada on a regular bet, a regular individual bet for all the major sports, it's about 5%. So the book holds on to about five cents of every dollar bet. When you go to parlays, and you can throw in teasers in here too, Pritch, it's about 30%. Mm. So what does that tell you? It tells you that the books make a killing off of parlays because a lot of bettors just want to get rich quick. They want to turn a small amount into a big amount. But really, the books are the ones that profit a ton. And it's kind of, uh, as a better, it's really hard to win because it seems like uh, this happens all the time, Pritch. And I know because I used to love parlays when I first <laughs> bet on sports. Okay. But here, here's the thing, Pritch. You have a, a three or four team parlay. Let's say let's say you have a four team parlay. Mm -hmm. You're gonna hit the first three, and then of course the last one never hits for you. Right. Uh, and then you just try to keep chasing that big payout. So I would just caution a lot of betters. To me, flat betting and grinding. Flat betting, which would be three percent per play. Bet to risk, not bet to win. You know, each game uh, betting the same amount. To me, that's the smarter way long term. Because think of it this way too, Pritch. You have a four team parlay. Right. You go three and one, you lose the parlay. But if you bet them individually and you go three and one, you had a good good night. You stacked a couple right. units there. I would also argue, and, and I like seeing this, and this kind of hammers home my point every time. David Purdom is a great follow on Twitter if you're into sports betting. He covers the sports betting industry. Every month, he reports the winnings on the different bet types in Nevada. And I'll give you an example from last month, and this happens every single month. Uh, the winnings for Nevada uh, in the month of May. Blackjack made $99 million. Craps made $39 million. Roulette made $44 million. Uh, back, uh, Baccarat made uh, $108 million. Sports made 27 million. Mm -hmm. Penny slots made 359 million for the house. <laughs> right. So why is that important, Pritch? Because parlays in sports betting are like the penny slot. You, you feel like you're going to get rich quick. You just keep swinging until you finally hit it big. Right. But in the end, the house always profits bigly. It's really not the better. So they're fun here now. Every now and again, have some fun. You want you're feeling good. Get down. All the power to you. I hope you win. 
But really, if you want to bet sports bet uh, sports long term, I would go the flat betting route. I would avoid parlays. The penny slots are the loudest machines in the casino, though, Josh. I mean, those are entertaining <laughs> ones, right? I mean, uh, you know, there's so much to be said about parlays, and what you said was was uh, noted, duly noted. I mean, I was educated right there because just thinking about a 14 play or or even a five or six, that last selection was always the most difficult. Why, why was that? Why wasn't the first one difficult? Why wasn't the second one difficult? It was like that last one, whether it was a four-team or five-team or six-team, it didn't matter. Uh, that one was the most difficult. So uh, great advice right there. Uh, and again, get that book, Josh Applebaum. I highly advise everybody get that book. Uh, Josh, DraftKings has something special for you. Uh, special odds for Tom Brady Ooh. in week four. Uh, we'll discuss that situation. Come up next. College football season is right around the corner, and that means the VSIN College Football Betting Guide is coming soon. Our experts look at the impact of the transfer portal, key games on the schedule, and early season trends to watch so you have a betting edge this football season. The guide is only $19.99, and discounts are available when you buy early. So now is the time to reserve your copy or sign up for VSIN All Access and get everything we have to offer for the entire football season. Sign up now at vcin.com slash subscribe. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. Uh, this is very, very interesting. Uh, Steph, our producer, found this from DraftKings, Josh. Uh, so it's a Tom Brady special. Um, will Tom Brady break the all-time passing yards record against the Patriots in week four? Wow. The yes is plus 150. Uh, the no is minus 200. Yeah, this is intriguing me, Pritch. And I got to tell you right now, the, the earth is going to stand still when Brady comes back to Foxborough. <laughs> like already on the secondary market, these tickets for the nosebleeds at the very top of, of, of uh, Gillette Stadium, mm -hmm. they're going for over like $1,200. Wow. So this is just going to be unbelievable. Brady coming back uh, to uh, to Foxborough. And I don't know if Bill Belichick's going to give him the, uh, you know, the movie and the thank you and all that. He deserves <laughs> it and he should. Let's see how Bel there should be prop bets on what how Belichick will handle this. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, this is interesting to me. I'm actually going to take a shot on the yes here. Uh, Pritch plus 150. Uh, I'm looking at Brady's first three games. So against Dallas, Atlanta, and the Rams. Dallas, poorest defense. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons, poorest defense. That's also both games at home. Uh, the third game against the Rams, you know, they have Ramsey. Obviously, you have Donald. You know, that's a pretty good defense that's also on the road. Maybe he throws a, a, you know, maybe not as many yards in that game as the first two. But if he averages 300 yards through those three games, that puts him at 900. If he's at 900 going into the Patriots game, that means he needs 255 yards to break Drew Brees' all-time record uh, here. And, and again, right now he's 1154 short. Mm -hmm. So I think it's doable. Uh, again, you're going up against a bad Dallas offense or a bad Dallas defense, a bad Falcons defense. Again, maybe he's a little bit less there against the Rams. 
But, you know, Brady's accomplished it all, and he still has this vendetta against Belichick. Maybe when he's old and gray, uh, when he retires, when he's 65 years old, it'll, you know, put it behind him. But there's something about Belichick. Brady still can't stand him the way he treated him at the end, made him, uh, you know, sing for his supper with all his different uh, different incentives and didn't sign him to that long-term deal and kind of let him walk, called his bluff there at the end. I think Brady has so much uh, motivation to, to accomplish this record in Foxborough. And again, think about it, 300 a game, first three games is at 900 only needs 255 against the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Um, if I was Belichick, I would call Stefan Gilmore right now and say, <laughs> I was buddy, just about to say that. <laughs> I, I need you. I need you for game four. Right. We better work out a deal here. But uh, I tell you what, Pritch, I can't wait for this game. Is it October 4th yet? I just, I'm so excited for this and I would take a flyer plus 150. I think the goat can do it. Uh, you know what? Uh, so you're betting Bill Belichick for the minus 200 that he would come up with something uh, to stop Tom Brady uh, and all those weapons, everybody coming back. Gronk, uh, I mean, what's reception? Not only Brady, but Gronk coming back. I mean, what are the fans going to do with themselves out there? We were talking about this during the break um, uh, in terms of if you're a kid, and you might have been this person. Like, uh, I don't know how old you were when Brady was first uh, became a Patriot, but uh, if you if you were a kid, say five or six years old, and, and you grew up with Tom Brady, now you're going to see him come back into your stadium with a different team's jersey on. I mean, that's got to be traumatic a little bit, I would imagine. But Belichick on the other side with all those defenders coming back, uh, this game is circled for sure for him. Um, But for Tom Brady, what do you think this means to him? Uh, For him to break that record, do you think it's that important for him uh, to break that record there in New England? To be honest, I think it is important. And I'll be uh, full transparency here, Pritch. I'm 34 years old. So I remember uh, when I was, I think I was 13, uh, Mm -hmm. that first year when when Brady won the Super Bowl there, beating the greatest show on turf, the Rams. So uh, I'm fully fanboy. You know, when all my (laughs) fandom and my biases, you know, over the years, I've kind of tried to, you know, put them to the side. But I, I tell you what, my one is still Brady. Uh, this guy gave me so many great memories as, as a Patriots fan. And really, you know, New England was not a Patriots town. It wasn't or it wasn't a football town. You know, you can ask around like college sports really doesn't mean anything in New England. It's all about the pro sports. But uh, I think Brady, I, I can't underscore this enough. He really can't stand Belichick. Okay. It was really acrimonious at the end, like a really bad divorce. And I think. Brady would get so much satisfaction to say to, to Belichick, you thought I was too old. You drafted Jimmy G to replace me. You let me walk out the door. Guess what? I'm here to break the all-time record in your house. I think there's massive motivation. And again, the numbers tell you, I- I'm a little surprised you're getting plus 150. It mm-hmm. scares me, Pritch, that I'm getting that plus money. <laughs> so I feel like, am I just walking into a trap here? Uh, but I think it's doable. And if you put a unit, half unit on it, uh, I think by the time week four rolls around, if he's stacking up, you know, week one against the Cowboys, if he throws for over, you know, 350 yards, right. it's a bad Cowboys D you're just going to count down each game, how close he's getting. Uh, and I think he could end up breaking this. I think the motivation is clear uh, to rub it in Belichick's face and break it in, in Foxborough. Okay. I'm no bookmaker, but I can see why it's plus plus one fifty though. Uh, you got the Rams in week three at the Rams and then at the Patriots. So back-to-back road games, cross country there uh, against pretty decent defenses. I mean, the Rams might have the best defense in the national football league, uh, you're going to have to play them on the road, Tom Brady, and then go home and then go back on the road for that emotional game uh, against the Patriots. 
That is true. That's a good point. So two road games in a row against, mm. uh, you know, really good Rams defense and the Patriots defense, I still think is going to be a lot better. Uh, if you compare who they were trotting out there toward the end of the year, Pritch, it's really guys you never heard of when they uh, kind of fell off the cliff there at the end, you get Hightower back, you get Kyle Van Noy back. You've, you've you know, added Christian Barmore, but uh, Godchild, some of these guys on the defensive line, if you can get Gilmore back, Kyle Duggar's going into year two. I think their defense will be much better. So right. I think if you're betting this prop like me, uh, and by the way, uh, I'm interested here, uh, Pritch, I'm going to shop around. Can I get a better number uh, somewhere else across the market? Um, I think what you're banking is him really mm-hmm. like a squirrel getting ready for the winter, stacking as many acorns <laughs> with, uh, with yards here in those first two games. You really got to feast. If he's at 700, you know, something like that in the first two games, then maybe you can afford to be uh, a little bit lower in terms of yardage against the Rams and then going into the Patriots right. game. So their win total, the Bucks win total, 11 and a half. The over is minus 150, uh, I believe, out here in Vegas. It's crazy right now for the Bucks. It's crazy. Yeah, I already played this one, Pritch. Okay. I like this over. Uh, to me, this is one of my favorite win totals um, of the uh, of the season here. It's chalky. And again, mm-hmm. I never like laying chalk here. Uh, you know, it always kind of worries me. Uh, am I going into the public play? But liability is telling you with the juice to the over. Uh, I think this team is loaded. Obviously, a couple things here. Brady in year two, a down uh, division possibly with no Drew Brees. And, um, you know, the Falcons are the Falcons. The you know Panthers could be better. Uh, returning all your starters, right. easy schedule. I think 12 or more wins is very, very doable. See, and that's why we love the football, the National Football League, because the schedule makers, they give us this situation. They give us this game. Uh, Tom Brady, a chance to break, uh, break the record out there in New England against Bill Belichick. Full, he'll be full hoodie, right? He'll, he'll have the hoodie up, right? Not down. Oh, full hoodie. Okay, full <laughs> hoodie for Bill Belichick. Uh, coming up next on the program, Adam Burke, host of ATS Radio, lead writer, ATS.io, uh, to help us out with the second half of Major League Baseball. He's coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. 
From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Discover BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Sign up today and win $100 if you place a $1 wager on any NBA Finals game and either team hits a three-pointer, regardless of your bet's outcome. Simply use bonus code VSIN100 when you place your first bet. Enjoy the Finals more than ever with BetMGM. It's a new customer offer, paid and free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21. Located in Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Washington, D.C., Virginia, or West Virginia. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, Virginia, and Washington, D.C. 1-800-270-7117 for help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey. Pennsylvania and West Virginia, 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa and Tennessee. Call or text the red line, 800-889-9789 in Indiana. Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum, your host today, and happy to have on the program Adam Burke, host of ATS Radio, lead writer at ATS.io. Adam, how are you? I'm doing well. Favorite day of the baseball season. Okay, well, help us out because we're looking forward to the second half. I mean, coming off that all-star break, that was fantastic. Uh, But MLB, they set the stage. I mean, uh, I think Boston has an eight-game lead over the Yankees. They're going to have that matchup uh, starting tomorrow. Um, Boston and New York. uh, Can New York get themselves back into the race there in that division? Yeah, I think the Yankees do have a chance. I mean, I have seen a lot of positive indicators for the Yankees here. One of the biggest ones, they're not hitting with men in scoring position, but they are a pretty good offense when they don't have anybody on base. Usually we see those things kind of regress to the mean a little bit where they should get better in those high leverage scoring situations. That should help them quite a bit. But also the Yankees are a team that they don't pay attention to the details. They give up the highest stolen base rate in the league. They don't drive in runners on third with less than two outs. They don't do with a lot of the little things, a lot of the detail-oriented things that teams still need to do. So I'm going to be really interested to see what Brian Cashman does at the trade deadline. If he thinks his team can get better, tries to push them towards a wild card spot. If he maybe sells off a couple of pieces, I'm not entirely sure, but statistically speaking, there are some pretty positive indicators for the Yankees. They did have a very nice last week there of the season. Uh, if they hadn't blown that game against Houston uh, in giving up six runs in the ninth inning, things probably would look a little bit better for them, but Again, there are some positive statistical indicators that I will be keeping an eye on. Adam, it's great to see you once again, and I'm right there with you. You know, I think you're being facetious there, and uh, it's tough when you're used to 15 Major League Baseball games a day, and then you kind of have nothing right now. Obviously, NBA Finals, at least we got that, which is nice, but I wanted to ask you about these adjusted win totals. So, full disclosure, our producer, Steph, uh, and I are both on the Red Sox over, uh, I think it's 80 wins. Steph might have gotten a good number, 79 and a half. We're feeling good about that, but talk to me about these adjusted win totals. We now have odds on uh, the new ones, like Red Sox now, it's 91 and a half. Do you see any value 
here during this break where, you know, we're thirsty for baseball, we're thirsty for sweats. Do you see any value here on jumping on any of these adjusted win totals right now? Yeah, Josh, being a little bit facetious, but I have had the chance to work on college football, so it's been nice to have a little bit of a change of pace here uh, over the All-Star break. But with that being said, you know, things get back to baseball here coming up tomorrow night, as as Mike mentioned. Uh, you know, look, the adjusted season win total market, I think, is really interesting because now we've got, you know, roughly 90 games worth of sample size for these teams. We know who's good. We know who's bad. We can also look at some of the alternate standings metrics that are out there. Things like Pythagorean win-loss, which is a win-loss record based on run differential. Things like base runs, which is a win-loss metric based on run differential, but taking all of the context out of the equation. So it's all of the individual outcomes. It doesn't matter if there's a guy in scoring position or not, something like that. And then also third-order win percentage, which incorporates strength of schedule, how much teams have over or underachieved based on that. So you can look at these alternate standings metrics that are out there. That's kind of what I've done here to look at some of these adjusted season win totals and try to find some teams that I think are going to perform lower than they did in the first half or perform higher than they did uh, in their perform higher than they did in the first half. So, you know, look, it's a thing that you know, I've done a lot. I've had a lot of success with it in the past where you're just kind of looking at the numbers, trying to find teams that maybe are full of smoke and mirrors and other teams that like the Yankees, for example, that just haven't really had success at the right time. So I got a list of those here, and I'll let you guys go ahead and cue me up for them. Oh, absolutely. Let's get to those, um, uh, Adam, uh, for sure. Uh, you know, when you look about the uh, Mariners, um, that was a team full of prospects, and we knew that, right? But they've been surprising. Uh, what do you have here for the Mariners? Yeah, the Mariners have been very surprising, and the thing about it is they've gotten really fortunate in a lot of high-leverage spots. They're sixth in weighted on base average with men in scoring position, but they're 30th in weighted on base average with nobody on base. Okay. So they're not creating a lot of run scoring opportunities, but when they do create them, they are cashing in on them at a very high rate. They're 19 and eight in one run games. That should regress here in the second half as well. And speaking to those alternate standings metrics that I talked about, they're eight games better than they should be by Pythagorean win loss, seven games better than they should be by base runs. Look, this team is 48 and 43, and they're minus 50 in run differential. So they should be a team that's below 500. And looking at their adjusted season win total of 80 and a half right now, I do think they ultimately finish below 500. So that's one of the stronger ones that I've seen. Mm -hmm. And in fact, this one was about 82 and a half when I saw these open. So the market is in agreement with me there. Yeah. Adam, I think you raised a couple of great points. I remember Bill James, he kind of revolutionized the whole Pythagorean, you know, uh, run scored, runs against, and also how lucky or unlucky are you getting? It's a good way. I know a lot of pros look at win totals the next year uh, to maybe identify an edge. But um, you, you mentioned you were down on the Mariners uh, in our list you sent us. Also the Braves, they lose Acuna, uh, the Rangers as well. But I think you were high on both the Tigers and the Nationals as adjusted win total overs. Talk to us about the Tigers and the Nats, two teams that may not be getting a lot of publicity but could be worth a look right now. Yeah, I mean, you know, look, for the Nationals here, when I look at their schedule and, and I look at, you know, statistical indicators, I look at standings, outliers, stuff like that, but you also want to take into account the schedule. And looking at Washington here in the second half, based on what I counted here earlier today, they will only play five series against teams with a winning record in the second half of the season. They've got 12 left with Miami. They play six with Colorado. They've got the Pirates left. The National League East is a very weak division, as we know. They play a lot of division games here. And as you mentioned, I'm lower on the Braves without Acuna. They'll probably trade Freddie Freeman here as well. Charlie Morton's an impending free agent. 
So Washington could be the team that kind of takes advantage of what happens with the Braves, with the fact that the Phillies are up and down. And of course, the Marlins just don't have much of an offense. So like Nationals over 78 and a half here for their adjusted season win total. And the Tigers, I will preface this by saying that I do have some worries about Detroit because they've got a very young pitching staff and pitchers will be reaching new career highs in innings and all of that. But look, this Detroit team started nine and 24. They were 31 and 27 in their last 58 games. If they play at a 500 clip in the second half here, they'll wind up with about 75 wins or so. So I think we've got some margin for error on this one, even if they do kind of scale back their pitchers a little bit, where I don't think the Indians are very good. I know Kansas City is not any good. And Minnesota will probably start planning for next season. So the Tigers, who got much, much better throughout June and the early part of July here, I think they're a team that could be in line for a pretty good second half with A.J. Hinch doing some special things with that roster. What about the Dodgers? Uh, Because, look, they've been in the news for all the wrong reasons for one particular player for sure. Um, I I think I I still have them going to the World Series, believe it or not. But 98 and a half uh, adjusted win totals here. Uh, Your thoughts on the Dodgers in the second half, Adam? Well, they certainly have the depth to get there. And also, when you look at their alternate standings metrics, they're about three or four games worse than they should be in the win column. So they have underachieved a little bit to a degree. It's very tough for me in the West because teams are going to beat up on the Rockies and they're going to beat up on the Diamondbacks. But what happens in those head-to-head meetings where the Giants, Padres, and Dodgers are all playing each other, and what do they do when they step outside division? For the Dodgers, if they're focused, if they're engaged, if they're ready to go, if they want to flip that switch as championship teams do, they could very well win 100 games and it wouldn't shock me at all. I just don't think there's enough margin for error to play an adjusted win total that high. But it also wouldn't surprise me if they do wind up with the most wins in that division and you know, really look like the team that you know, all of us expect them to be, which they did for parts of the first half, but not consistently enough. Yeah. Adam, speaking of the NL West, you know, one of the biggest surprises this year in baseball has been the San Francisco Giants. Gabe Kapler has done an incredible job with this roster. I liken them a lot to the Tampa Bay Rays. You don't really know a lot of these guys' names, but they just play great team baseball overall. They've had great pitching as well. In terms of not win totals, but who's going to win the NL West, um, what's interesting is the Giants are in first place. They're up two games on the Dodgers. Uh, They're up six games on the Padres. But the odds to win the division are still Dodgers minus 250. You could get Padres and Giants tied plus 375 right now. Do you agree with that? Do you think there's any value on the Padres at plus 375 or the Giants who are in first plus 375? Or do you think, hey, Dodgers are minus 250 for a reason. They're just going to flip a switch and roll in the second half. I between the two between the Giants and the Padres I do like the Giants here you know I think Farhan Zaidi and and what they're doing there with the front office they've been brilliant they've been very very good I think they will isolate the right players here at the trade deadline that really fit in well for them the Padres are concerning I mean it's been a war of attrition on the pitching side they've had some injury issues so far their position players have mostly stayed healthy and obviously fingers crossed that Fernando Tatis Jr. stays healthy throughout the second half but I think the Giants are a little bit more projectable right now than the Padres are. It's just a matter of if they can compete with the Dodgers in those head-to-head games and also if the Dodgers just do kind of flip that switch. So I would prefer the Giants to the Padres. Dodgers may end up winning that division. But I think what the Giants are doing is very, very legitimate. And I think over 92.5 for their adjusted win total is a decent look as well. 
Is Adam Burke, host of ATS Radio, lead writer, ATS.io. I encourage everybody to get to that site. It's fantastic. And then follow Adam on Twitter at Skating Tripods. Adam, as always, that was awesome. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. You too. Take care. Adam Burke right there. Second half of Major League Baseball. Uh, how exciting is this going to be? Uh, we got the marathon back in uh, some races. We'll see what Tampa Bay's uh, going to be able to do as well. Will the Red Sox hold on? Have to wait and see. Uh, Josh Applebaum, we have an Aaron Rodgers update. Uh, not breaking news, but it is an update. Maybe some movement here on where he plays next year. Yes, the saga continues. In hour number two right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.